Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rose, a collaboration dedicated to serving the community through the foundation of love, trust, and advocacy for conscious living. Now, here are your hosts, Jennifer Williams and Shauna Gulbrand. Welcome, welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rose. I'm Shauna. I'm Jennifer. Welcome. Thanks for being here, tuning in, listening, watching. Here we are. Yep, sharing. Sharing. And How are you? Us. Good. Yeah. Yeah. How good. about you? I'm good. Yeah. What's new? Uh, well, I was going to talk about the full moon yesterday. <laughs> so this is what I discovered when we had Victor on and I was talking about the Sagittarius new moon. I realized that we weren't launching that one until January. Oh. And what would it matter if I was even talking right. about that? Well, but I think it just brings awareness to moons, like the moon phases and what you can do around the different phases to just focus your energies and stuff. So I think it's okay. I loved, I stepped outside last night and then this Mm. morning when I came down here and I shut the light off, I opened the blind and the moon was right there. In the morning? Yeah. Isn't that the best? I actually prefer seeing the full moon in the morning than at night. Like when it's light out too? Or it's still dark? It was right at dusk. Okay. So it was it was just beautiful. Yesterday morning, uh, the morning before, so it was full yesterday, the morning before when I opened up the blinds, it was huge. Mm. And it was right on the horizon. And I just felt so much gratitude for seeing the beauty of it. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. I love seeing it when it's light out. It reminds me of, I don't know, it just feels otherworldly when you see the full moon out during the day. Yeah. And you're reminding me when I was in New Mexico over the summer at the the ashram opening in Taos. I woke up. Actually, the full moon woke me up in the middle of the night. And, well, it was early morning, like very early morning. And I just stayed up and I watched it. And then when it was just late enough in the morning, I woke up one of the other women that I was there with. And I was like, let's go outside because we're going to see the full moon and the sun rise at the same time. And we had a blast. I burnt an entire huge stick of sage while we were out there. We lit candles and we were like maniacs because we were like at one point, you know, because it shifts a little bit. So we were like running down the road to make sure we could see both at the same exact time. But it was such a moment. It was just like a special and I imagine moment. it was probably a lot easier to do that out there because it's more flat. Right. Here in New England, that's really hard to do because right. of the trees and the hills and everything. Yeah. It's like you can see the sun rising, but by the time you see the sun, the moon yeah. has already gone down. Right. And there was a moment we had to we had to work at it, but we definitely... We made it happen. We made it happen, and we ended up doing like a little ceremony and, you know, chanting and... Yeah. Nice little ritual. Yeah. It was a That's awesome. cool moment. Yeah. So get out during the full moon. Go outside. Put your crystals outside. Put your cards outside, depending on the weather. Just connect. Filtered water. Put mm. it outside. Make some moon water. I almost did that last night. You know, I had that big jug up yeah. on the counter. But I was I was afraid it would be just be frozen. Oh, I mean, I yeah. could have. I just... Well, and you could keep it in your house with the same intention, too, mm-hmm. on the windowsill. Or, yeah. Yeah. So when I came down here this morning and I opened the blinds, generally I close them again. And I've been doing it every morning since we put in our walkway lights because mm-hmm. I just love to look at them. Yeah. And this morning I left the blinds open when nice. I was meditating. I said, you know what? Come on in. Let the moonbeams in. The energy of the moon. Yep. But that's not what we're talking about today. No. We are talking about New Year's new, and the new year. The practices that accompany a new calendar year. Now, Mm -hmm. we're talking about more than that. Do you want to say anything? How do we want to just let the, you want to just let this unfold naturally? (laughs) How do we want to do this? Well, I think, okay, so we have decided to um, talk about the New Year's, the New Year show, um, or whatever, talk about the New Year. And it kind of, it integrates with, I, like me leaving the podcast because, and Shauna and I talk about this all the time, following our intuition and following our heart, even when it's uncomfortable and it 
it's different from what like maybe where you thought you were going and so you know I had to Shauna had the feeling I think we both had the feeling for a while almost like since around when it started because that's when my life started to shift but it wasn't in complete yes, shift it did. yeah and so as time has gone by and things really have shifted especially with you know me and Josh and everything I just just this strong and we like I said we've talked about it over and over again this strong sense of like my life is going in this direction and in order for me to make space for that I have to make changes and part of that is you know this the as much as I love doing this podcast with you um I just it's like the time you know I have to free (laughs) up that time to create space for the other stuff that I know, I know that's the nudge, that's the direction that my life is going in, and and I can't do it all. Absolutely not. And so there's the challenge of, like, you know, giving up this time, you know, the time together, which I totally cherish, but I know that we'll, obviously, we have our relationship. Right. That's not going anywhere, you know, but, yeah, so anyway, I had had to come to terms with what I needed to do and then actually make the choice and have the conversation with you. And, and I love our relationship because I know that, you know, like I sent you a text because you and I both love to write. And I know when I write, I can be focused and poignant and, and sort of like dig in how you and I dig into all the different aspects of why we make the decisions that we make. And right. Yeah. So it was, I didn't feel like it was copping out because I knew that we would talk. You know what I mean? I like, never looked at it as copping no, out. I knew, I knew you wouldn't, but sometimes I do think texting to get a point across is copping out. You know what I mean? But I didn't feel like that with you. Um, yeah, and it wasn't easy. Like, I don't know. It's both. It's everything that we always talk about. It's this and yeah. that. Yeah. And we have spoken at nauseum about the need to create space. Yeah. Right? So we want... When something is entering our life, and uh, well, let me just say that when someone something is entering our life, whatever it is, we need to make space. What well, not? We don't need to, but we can choose then to make space for it to enter fully. Right. When we want something new to enter our life, when we want shift, we have to make space for it. That can mean physical space and emotional space, mental space, spiritual space, whatever. Yeah. Well, um, and, and that's many what different you're doing. areas of life too. Yeah. That's what we do every day if we're conscious of it. Right. Yeah, it's true. And not, you know, and it and we I may have felt it a few months ago, but I didn't know. So it was like I'm not going to act on like this complete unknown. Right. And then as things started to fall into place, it started to make sense. Okay, well, and I know I need to do that. And there's been a lot of changes that, that I'm gradually, slowly, gradually making in my life in order to make room for this What's sort entering? of like, yeah, these rooms that have lived in the back of my consciousness for a very long time that I almost forgot about some of them, you know, and maybe some of them are new rooms, but it's kind of like, all right, this is, this is what I wanted. And geez, talk about a long journey. There's so many threads that are coming to fruition over the course of my life recently of like that have been over 20 years, some even 30 years in the living in the back of me somewhere Mm -hmm. and it's just interesting to see it happening and to have all like the whole you know part of the hero's journey right joseph campbell recognizing the journey and and moving in that direction even if it causes that discomfort and but it creates so much joy and love i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway shana is going to be um, moving, yes, this, this is going to be moving forward. Yep. But I do want to say that I did look it up, and I meant to start our timer and I forgot. So the last episode with you will be January 14th, uh, okay. January 21st, I okay. believe. Um, 21st? God, I thought I had my facts straight. And maybe you'll have me on as a guest. Maybe. <laughs> I'll apply. I'll apply to be a guest. Uh, maybe I'll put a price on that. Right? Like, okay, you can be my. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Well, 
I, I don't have to say anything. I don't feel the need to say anything right now because really I just want to give you the space to say what you want to say. Yeah. I appreciate I, that. I, I support you in whatever decisions you make. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am, for those listeners, I am moving forward. The, the podcast is not going away. So, right. Because I feel this is something, and I know I mentioned this in our first episode, that I had my own radio show for a while, and I loved that. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. And having the podcast is something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. And here it is. Yeah. And it's not going anywhere. Well, and I think that there's, you know, sometimes that you just need that extra push to get going with something, you know? Mm-hmm. And so me falling away makes sense with your path, you know, mm-hmm. that this would be yours and, you know, that we began together just to give work through all that beginning crap that we talked about, right? right. All the pressure and the expectations and everything that you work through to get to this point. Right. And now, moving forward, it's not even a question in your mind. No. You know what I mean? Not at all. Um, Which is, that's like a beautiful thing about working together and like supporting each other and and then letting each other go. We've had to let each other go on our own paths quite a lot, actually, since we met in so many different ways. And yet we still, I've talked about it and I already talked about it in the show, like the relationship, our personal relationship that we have developed is so strong it is it's like mm-hmm. one of the strongest friendships that I've ever had it could be the strongest friendship that I've ever had and the deepest and the most honest on so many levels I mean for real if when I'm sitting here thinking about that and I want to credit you for a moment for that practice of honesty that I have because I learned that through my work at Pathways Institute, mm. and you were the one that introduced me to Pathways Institute. Aww. So it's all your fault. <laughs> Flash. But that's that's true. I mean, yeah. that's truth that I speak right now. Would I have come to this practice of truth? Probably. Yeah. It was. It's part of my path. It's just I learned that. I started practicing that because you're the one that introduced me to it. Mm-hmm. I remember hara- you harassing me. Harassing. you got to go to this weekend conference. What? I know. I don't know if I have the time. I know. All, I know. I <laughs> All the, the blah, 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 blah excuses. Yep. I did that for a year and a half. I, I want... Go ahead. And then went because I just wanted the person to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was like, fine, I'm just going to go so you stop bothering me. And it's so interesting because from the moment I sat down in that circle, I thought, oh, I'm exactly where I need to be. This is awesome. Right. I knew it intuitively, immediately I knew it. Yeah. One more thing I want to talk about. We set the intention to do a New Year's. Um, We haven't even touched upon that yet. But one thing I wanted to talk about. So for those listening and watching, it's pretty clear at this point. we We record when we can record and then we launch the the episodes. And I've mentioned many times about the self-reflection I've done since we've begun this podcast. And I noticed something when we talked earlier before we started recording about that need to manage others, right? Manage emotions, manage feelings. When we were recording with Victor, I said something to you. It was kind of a joke. And we were in the middle of conversation and you didn't react the way I expected you to react and then do you remember I brought it up to you again you probably don't even remember right I've been pondering it you haven't I don't even remember all right okay I don't remember okay but the whole point is while the conversation continued I was in my head thinking I need to fix this oh I need to let her know why it was I was coming from this place or why I said what I said. So I don't know if that was me needing to manage my own emotions or me needing to manage how you felt about it. Right. How you thought I felt about it. Or how I thought you felt about it. Yeah, Or even Victor, because he was here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, I got to go back and watch it. It's just like, well, all right. So anyway. That's interesting. Yeah. That's something that we're, we're uh, Jennifer and I have been talking about recently. Something that's new to me is my need to manage other people, my need to manage emotions, my need to manage 
Yeah, I don't know. we'll just keep going. Uh, never mind. That's going to be another. Well, I think when it, you're a guest, you can to, we can talk. We can about talk about that. how far we've come and letting go the of surrender, managing other people and their emotions. I do want to say though that I do. I think that this fits in perfectly with the New Year's episode because what is happening in both of our lives, at least for me, is a product of how I start my year each year right so I I have a word normally I don't even remember what it was this year actually it was harmony I do it was harmony and I don't know how that's going to reveal itself you know and so it's it's when my word is harmony because it comes from you know some divine place that I know that that's what I follow harmony joy I don't know how it's going to unfold but I have to trust how things unfold so even though you start you make plan or I made plans as the year progressed and as it began and progressed and things unfolded I none of us know what is actually going to happen in our lives stepping into the uncertainty but if the intention the feeling the cultivation all of that is harmony then I'm trusting that it's for the highest good and I have to trust that like I can't force right like this idea of what how I thought maybe my life was going to go. I can't force that into some kind of completion when I'm being pulled in another direction that I know is way more in the flow. And that's the harmony. Right. i got to follow harmony wherever it takes me. Well, it makes perfect sense because from my own experience, the more I force something, the more conflict I find around it, both internally and externally. And it's 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 about tuning in for me it's that tuning in and asking the questions of myself where is the disharmony within me what is it being caused by Mm -hmm. and like I mentioned to you before we started recording the networking group that I was part of I was forcing that to try to make it work like it just never felt right energetically and that's why I needed to step away and once I stepped away and opened up space for new to enter. It I just felt so light. Yeah. The harmony came back. Yeah. Because there was lots of disharmony there. Yeah. Yeah, there well you created space. It's all about creating space. It's all about practice. I could just go on and on. And on. I know, but it is. It's the practice, it's the space, it's following through with listening. The the intention oh, listening, yeah. And trusting. And being honest with ourselves, yeah, I'm trying to make this work, but my soul is calling me this way. Mm-hmm. And then trusting that and walking into the uncertainty, and I know you know exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, New Year's. Let me Ooh, shift. For those yeah. watching, you must always think, wow, look at, I'm thinking that you're thinking a certain way, that Sean is always moving. She's always shifting in her chair. I've mentioned this to you before. I fight, talk about forcing and fighting the calendar year, the January through December. I roll my eyes. Well, it is a little eye rolling. Through December. I've always worked, or actually for the past 10 years of my life, birthday to birthday. Okay. That's my year. That's cool. I so actually on my remember you telling me. Birthday, that. I draw a card, I pick a word. And I work through, I work with numerology. We've talked about this. And right now I'm in a personal year eight. And that's what I work with from birthday to birthday. So all of this hype about, oh, I can't wait for this new year to be done. I'm leaving it behind. And in January 1st, I'm going to start to do this, this, and this. Well, why aren't you starting today? Yeah. I know. There's not really, like, any difference. And energetically. Well, maybe it is for some people. Okay, so I'm speaking in broad terms here. When I wake up on January 1st, it's another day. Yep. I don't feel like, oh my God, here's a brand new year. I'm going to start it off fresh. And I imagine that some people do, and I'm not making light of that or disrespecting it. It's another day. I honestly do love when I journal on January 1st. I love the ones. It feels new. This year, and I do love, and I don't know, there is something about a new year that feels, that I like to write, that's like a, I don't know, it feels fresh. 
But I know I can start any time, so I understand what you are saying too. But there is something I can just imagine me writing in my journal. One 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 one. Well, twenty just feels kind of cool. How weird twenty twenty. Yeah. Woo! I <laughs> so I found. Um, I did a little research, of course, because that's what I do. A New Year's resolution. So we're going to talk about resolutions. We're going to talk about intentions, practices around the New Year. A New Year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western Hemisphere in which a person resolves to change an undesired trait or behavior to accomplish a personal goal or otherwise improve their life. Why are you waiting until January 1st? I'm sorry. I keep going back to that. Everybody's like, I'm going to be in shape this year. Really? Go to the gym today. I know. Don't wait. I mean, we get it. But at the same time, what can you really resolve within yourself? And commitment, you know, like these different things. We should be committed to ourselves. Yeah, we're going to talk about commitment because that plays a big role. Mm -hmm. Studies show that less than 25% of people actually stay committed to their resolutions after just 30 days, and only 8% accomplish them. Wow. Eight. Wow. That's 92% that don't. Little? Huge. If someone told me I had an 8% chance to live, I wouldn't feel good about that. No. It's a small percentage. Certainly not. U.S. News and World Report, 80% fail by February. That's what you said, 92%. They said 80%. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about a little bit. So our own practices, like I said, I really don't have a New Year's practice. I, I don't. I, it just makes me want to ask questions, though. Like, what do the listeners, do you set a New Year's resolution? What kind of pressure do you put on yourself? And if you do, quote, unquote, fail, do you go back into the same pattern of, like, I knew that was going to happen anyway, and this is the worst year ever? <laughs> you know, like, it's already here. Like, I'm, like, reading it on I can't Facebook. wait for 2020 to be and, over. I know. This is January been a horrible 2nd. year. Right, January 2nd, yeah. It's been the worst year ever. Like, I don't know. It's just funny to to think that, like, that we, I'll just say we, would put that much pressure to to all of a sudden you have this perfect life because it's a new year. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. It's a joke. It's terrible. New Year's resolutions are just a... I think the past. It's... Yeah, it's a recipe for a disaster. They they always have been. And then what happens? We go through that cycle. Oh, I'm a failure, and I might as well not do anything. So let me grab a box of chocolates and a pint of ice cream and instead of going to the gym, and then I'll just beat myself up until December 31st, and I'll say, here we go again. And why do we quit? Why do we quit? So I found out a little information about that. Okay. Um, I Unrealistic? Yes. Mm-hmm. Unrealistic goals. In some of the research that I did and and just stuff that came up for me, do you want to commit to a new practice for 365 days? (laughs) Sorry. That's just, that's overwhelming. Hugely overwhelming. Right. Never mind 18 new practices. And let's just stick to the idea of the gym. Let's just use that as an example. January 2nd, it's minus 10 and you're supposed to be going to a 6 a.m. class, Ugh. and you wake up in nice, cozy bed. What happens? Make an excuse. Bed's a hell of a lot more comfortable than bright lights and weights. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and the cold. And the cold, and you have to start your car and then put on gloves. So, and so, also, you know, chances are you're not chances gonna lose. are <laughs> you're not gonna lose the thirty pounds in two weeks, right? And who, so, are you no. willing to take the year? It takes, you know, you got six weeks and then twelve weeks, and then after the course of a year, you can look back and see real results, right? But, but, but you got to stay the course. The goals have to be reasonable. Yeah. So I actually have some um, some of the factors around for the gym example is that we feel unfit. We're unpracticed. Miserable January weather, like I just said, can play a role. Post-holiday blues, the stress, all of that leads to, quote-unquote, failure. Yeah. 
though I'm really living with that embrace failure sort of mindset lately. But it does lead to that failure. So reasonable goals need to be set. Never mind the 365 days. This year, I'm going to crap. Mm-hmm. How about this week? Yeah. How about today? Today. Yeah. What can I do today? What intention can I set and what action steps can I take today? And then if you follow through with that, that sense of failure is gone. Right. And then it's just, I accomplished something today. Yeah. Now, what can I accomplish tomorrow? Right. Well, and I think it it goes back to not being so harsh on ourselves, you know, like approaching it with compassion. And, uh, you know, if you miss a week at the gym, then it's all right. You just start back up again. You have a whole lifetime to get in, get in shape and be healthy and make these changes instead of What's just the hurry? giving up and throwing the towel in. So what? You ate like crap for two weeks and have a salad. You know what I mean? And, and just be like, all right, now I'm eating a salad. This feels good. I start again. Everything is just starting again and again. And hopefully each time you start, maybe you're in a different place with it. Right. Well, you you actually literally are always in a different place because we can never be in the same place twice exactly so the factors do play a role well i'm unfit so why do i even want to go back well that's why we go right (laughs) yeah well and it feels good and i mean you just never know you're just going to go and it feels good and over time hopefully you create a habit and i don't know but, yeah, a lot of people just give it up because life gets in the way and they feel yucky. I don't know. What else? There's silence because I'm... I know. You know, yeah. Remaining present, especially around intentions, because intentions are rooted in the present moment. So there's that sense of needing to... Okay, let me put it this way. Let me use myself as an example. If I was... To, to put myself under that pressure of setting an intention for the new year, I might start to get anxious about that mm-hmm. and overwhelmed, especially at the idea of committing to something for 365 days, even though I have committed to things for 365 mm-hmm. days, but they not one of them started on January 1st. Not one. And most don't talk about... Start this 365-day plan today, <laughs> like, or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Pause, breathe, feel. Check in with yourself. Ground and reset. Make mindful choices about an intention for that day, that week, or the month. Yeah. Let go of this. This year I am going to. Right. Well, and you I, need to break things down into smaller pieces in yeah, order to be successful. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only way to be successful. You have an overall vision, and then you got to break it down and take it one step at so a time. So it's going out and then working your way back and creating steps. And this is one of the things we learned in coaching school as well. Please don't turn on. And I, I think, I too, with, with intention setting, if you're going to do that in the new year, think about a few qualities that you want to embody over the year. What are those words? How can you imagine yourself feeling? Like I was saying before, harmony. It's been joy. So what does harmony feel like in my body? Right? And can I trust that my choices are going to create harmony? You know, which come back to our practices through meditation, through exercise, through writing, through reading. I start to like... You know, arm myself with the tools and the vision and the imagination and everything and, and the centeredness to follow each step to continue to feel into what how harmony is showing up in my life you know and it's and it's kind of like the one vine at a time when you swing through the jungle you can't hug them all at once and expect to get to the other side but you got to do one at a time swing from vine to vine I don't think anyone's presented me with that visual before. The jungle? Oh, I've oh, it's always comes to mind. I don't know why. Just the jungle. Like a monkey it going through. reminds me of the movie The Jungle Book. Oh. Did you see the remake of it? Yeah. I love that I film. I did, yep. Okay. 
Do you have a word that you're going to be bringing into the new year? Have you even thought about that yet? I'm st- I think I'm still, sometimes I stick with the same word for multiple years, so I'm enjoying the harmony. Harmony, yeah. I might add a couple, um, but I don't know yet. Freedom. That's a beautiful one. Yeah. Last April on my birthday, after meditation, I said, all right, let me pull my card for my next year. Mm-hmm. And it was the Nine of Pentacles, which talked all about independence mm-hmm. and not making apologies for myself in any way, shape, or form. And really not. It's releasing that need to care what anybody else thinks about the decisions I make and the things that I do and the words that I express. So that was a, when I flipped that card over, I was like, yes, this is awesome. That's perfect. Um, If I was, to, I don't know, I really can't think about it now, but I was going to say, do you have a word or words? I didn't use a word this year. I'd let my card, I have let my card guide me. Yeah. I don't. But that's something that I'd have to, uh, I think independence is really there. Yeah. I think that's what's, but again, I I am in something until April 18th. That's what I that's not that feel much into. Longer. No, it's not. And I feel like we just had this conversation about what year we were in the personal year yeah. numbers. Yeah. Seven or eight. Should I forget? You're an eight. I am an eight. So okay. you went into nine. <sighs> nine is good. That's what I've been in. I don't know. My last nine wasn't so... My last nine was when the shit was hitting the fan and everything started to change. So when I look back, yes, it was ugly and it was messy, but yeah. it was heavenly at the same time because it's brought me to where I am today so I don't know I'll have to think about that I don't I don't know what and I maybe I need to feel into why it is I fight New Year's so badly in the calendar the January through December well I think it's because someone's telling you what to do and yeah you know how I feel about that that. Shauna does not like don't tell me what to to be told what to do and Even if I said, come over and have fun, she would say, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Be over in five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think for me, it goes back to what are you waiting for? Yeah. Why do you have to wait for a specific date to start something? Yeah, totally. All right. So, yeah, I'm, I think at this point in the, the show, I would encourage listeners to think about a word well i have pick a word okay pick a card you have cards at home draw a card for yourself for the year and don't be afraid to just follow that one thing and see how it's reflected in your life we it's what else do you have it all leads to the same place that i promise you when you work consciously with awareness with intention with your practices with the divine Mm-hmm. You get led to the same place. There's so many different paths. And it's about paying attention and being conscious. And if you're choosing a word or if you choose a card and there's a message there, that's up to you, the listener, the viewer, to consciously reflect upon as you move through your calendar year. Yep. And that might look like, so just taking independence for an example, Situations come up where I'm being called to ask with work with other people and I feel conflict internally. That's because I'm practicing independence right. this year. Yep. And then making a point to feel into that, to say, mm, I'm going to pull my energy back to independence because that's where I am right yeah. now. You're and exercising independence. Same with the harmony and the disharmony. Yeah. So if, do you want to speak to that for a moment about when you feel disharmony and what what you have done with that? It feels heavy when it's not in alignment with harmony. If I'm going to just use the word that I've been using, it feels heavy. You know, it feels more like work, you know, like, and I that doesn't sound very nice work but you know what I mean by work <laughs> like uh, like something that you I used to three years right, ago right exactly it feels more like forced somewhat forced some of it feels somewhat forced or or 
more of like a energetic drain, you know, even though it, when I'm in it, I might feel like, oh, this is totally fine. But the thought of it or what happens after, or if I'm ignoring the other things that I know that I need to do, then yeah, I guess the heavy is. And then I imagine you make a point to remind yourself that you've chosen the word harmony. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Right. We're responsible, right, to make it happen. We have to have a practice of remembering the intentions that we set for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that leads me to this uh, setting intentions, right? So we want to make solid choices for ourselves. And that doesn't just come lightly. It's not about, oh, I think I'm going to choose to do this today. It's realizing what needs to shift, what needs to change, what needs to increase, whatever. Making those solid choices. And then setting a theme. So I have here set a monthly theme or maximize each day of every month. Instead of saying this whole month, how about today I'm going to do this. Right. The next day, today I'm going to work on that again and again and again until it becomes another practice. And like you said earlier, it's those small incremental steps that by the end of 2020, you're not saying get me out of this year. I can't wait for this year to end. You can look back and say, I took all of those steps and this is what's different in my life. It's withstanding and staying the course because no matter what, life is going to happen. People are going to die. People are going to, like, things will happen. Relationships change. Um, Things fluctuate all the time. But can you withstand or stay strong in your intention while holding the emotions and and everything that comes with what how life unfolds that we have no control over i think that's where people are so influenced and get tripped up and get tripped up and get yeah and they let it go oh this is happening i can't, i just couldn't focus because this this and this it's like well how about you try to do a little bit of both yeah cuz stuff is oh old. i can't can't I can't do that? No. Well, no it's just one's not fair. No. How could I possibly focus on harmony when this person is suffering so much? Because you can. Because you have that choice. Because you have the choice, yeah. And no one is making you think a certain way. We all choose to think our thoughts on our own. Right. And, and if we believe that we're all connected energetically, then it's your job <laughs> to withstand your intention while holding the space of how life unfolds. If you want to contribute to the greater good, it's your job to be committed and to stay strong in your convictions of what you think is your path. But that means that some people have to come out of that victimhood mentality. Sure do. Yep. Yep. There's an intention. Today, I am going to recognize when I'm in victimhood mentality, and I'm going to make a conscious effort to shift out of it. Yeah. Don't commit to that. For or even just becoming aware days. of it. Just yeah. aware. Without even putting the shift part on. Yeah. Just become aware of it. Yeah. Because the shift will happen naturally on right. its own. But just using that as an example, I would not say this year... I am going to make a conscious effort to understand when I'm in victimhood. I would do it daily. Right. Because then I don't disappoint. Well, I would look at what is what is the quality of not being a victim. What would be a word for that? Freedom. Okay. Well, responsibility. I like being responsible. Responsibility. I think... Ownership. Ownership. So I would focus more on those words versus... Mm. I'm going to recognize when I'm in victimhood. I'm going to be responsible for my own emotional intelligence. Yeah, or I am responsible. I am responsible. For my own... I am responsible for Evolving emotional intelligence. Yeah, be picky with your words, too. I would say be very... Spend time creating it, and it's okay. Like, you might create an intention or a word or whatever it is, and you can hone that too like as time goes on and things do shift then you can kind of carve out what isn't working what is working what you've noticed be a scientist 
I love scientists. Yeah, be a scientist in your life and see what you come up with. It's, look at it as exciting. Like, get as light about it. an experiment. Yeah, it's an experiment. Mm-hmm. Everything's an experiment. We don't know. You make a good point, though, of, of reframing the language. That's really, really important. For example, and this is just a very simple example, but it's one that I am so conscious of. When someone says, don't forget, don't forget, I think that is so negative. It's so negative. How's about always remember or remember this, remember this, because then that sets that energy. Oh, I need to remember something instead of the don't forget. That reminds me, that's like a parenting thing. Instead of saying, stop running, and then instead of stop running, you say, walk. Yeah. Yeah, like it's very subtle, but it does make a difference in how we process that in our brain. very true. Yeah. Don't forget. No, I will remember. Yeah, remember to call me tomorrow instead of don't forget to call me tomorrow. Remember to call me. Even that feels different. It does. Yeah. That's why I think you brought up a really good point in regards to the victimhood. Today, I'm not going to be a victim or I'm going to be aware that I'm being a victim. Instead, today, I choose to be aware of when I'm being responsible for my thoughts, words, and actions. Yeah. Or I am responsible for my thoughts, words, and actions. Today, I am responsible for my thoughts, words, and actions. Yeah. It feels so light. And then once you do that, I feel what what came to mind when you said that, because I've worked with that energy before, is I am perfect, whole, and complete just as I am. Mm-hmm. Instead of, I mean, I, not even instead of, it's like you just kind of shift into that and, and way out of victim. And let me throw something else in there. I am doing the best that I can. Mm. I am doing the best that I can. And that's the compassion. And there's the compassion. Yeah. You might look back and be like, oh, crap, I just was very victim today. And then you, I forgive myself. And I love myself anyway yeah. for being victim or yeah. selfish. Yeah, or being hard on myself for being like, a, you were totally, what a, you know, how dumb that you, you were a victim today or whatever. It's like, no, just forgive yourself for even being that mean to think that you, there was something wrong with it. There is a commercial on television right now for that, disgusting fake Whopper at Burger King? Oh, the... the, one, the that's, have you had it? Yeah. Oh, you have? I have. Well, the Beyond Meat? I don't know what it's called. Well, it's, is that it's, what it is? it's like free, a... so it's really not bad, and it saves animals. One of the commercials on television, this guy's taking it, and he's taking a bite, and he's eating it, and then someone tells him that it's non-meat, whatever you want to call it. And beyond he makes... Meat. Beyond Meat. He makes some sort of, I can't wrap my arms around that. He makes some sort of comment like, well, wasn't I stupid? Or something like that. (laughs) And I I cringed. I was like, oh my God, why are you saying that to yourself? Yeah. And I know it's a commercial, but I I would think that even as an actress, if they asked me to say that, I'd be like, what? I'm not saying that. Even if I'm acting. That's surprising. Why couldn't they just say that? I'm so surprised that this... Yeah. Well, call me stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I cringe about that stuff all the time. Don't talk about yourself like that. Uh, And it happens so much. Like, it's happened when I've gone to Lucy's, my daughter's classroom. She's 11 years old, and I go there for, like, a party or whatever. I haven't gone this year because she's in sixth grade. But last year in elementary school, I was invited to all that stuff. And just to hear some of the little girls talk about like how stupid they are or like the negative talk is just like wow that's what their moms and dad whoever someone's saying that and they think it's normal and it's not normal and then we get it perpetuated by a burger king commercial try the beyond meat burger no. though no, 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 no. i haven't had burger king in like a decade I'm yeah but it's not back. meat i don't care all right and it's really not even so much about the meat it's about the role that the friggin thing comes on the carbs and that. Oh, no, I won't. Oh, yeah. I am not a fan of Burger King. We just, we, Josh and I decided to try it when it first came out just to see. Well, it was when we were doing the vegetarian thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad at all. Like, it's a, it's an option. If you're traveling and you got to stop for fast food. That's something else. Right. At least you kind of have the options. It's neat because a lot, I think a lot of people that eat fast food all the time, 
obviously don't have a very healthy lifestyle, so yeah. it gives them gives them another option. lightens the load on the earth, which we know needs to happen if we're not processing ground beef and the three thousand gallons of water that goes into one pound of beef. And but then we're not talking about that nope. today. <laughs> yeah, we've totally gone off the rails here. But anyway, and that's okay. That's part of the harmony. It has to do with the earth too. There are um, some questions I wrote here. When it comes to setting your intentions for the new year, your new practices, whether you're setting them daily, weekly, or monthly, I really, really, really suggest that you just let go of this. This year, I'm going to take it in reasonable steps for yourself and make solid choices. What do you want to feel? Yeah, the quality. What is just the quality? You don't even have to be super specific. But you could think about what you want to do. Say you do want to go to the gym every day. But ultimately, what do you want to feel? Right. Which is healthy. So the quality is perfect health. Right. Versus I'm going to work out every day. I choose to feel healthy. Yeah. And then you go and do, make the choices based on that feeling. Yeah. I am healthy. And it does, it takes pressure off. So... If I was to use that and I wake up January 2nd and say, I am healthy, I choose to feel those, that perfect health, my choice might not be to go to the gym. It might be to take a walk and it might be to eat healthy that day. Yeah. It might be like you might be in your living room and you decide instead of sitting on the couch, you're going to sit on the floor and do some stretching. There you go. And even food choices. I mean, there's so many ways to be healthy. Right. <laughs> To choose health. Yeah. Meditation. I, was, I, I, was, I know. I was just going to go. I was yeah. going in that direction. Yeah. What do you want to achieve? What do you want to achieve? Ask yourself that question. How will I know when I have this? So I have to, I wrote these down like a week ago. Yeah. Um, how will I know when I have this? So if we go to perfect health, that's very unique to the individual. You have to feel it in you. So what is perfect health? feel like and I think if you know what that feels like you'll know when you have it well and it's a variation of things you might notice you have more energy mm -hmm. you're you have a more positive mindset mm -hmm. easier mm -hmm. um, you don't feel as tired your skin looks better maybe your clothes maybe your clothes fit better notice that wasn't even the first thing I said mm -hmm. um, you want to dress in different colors you want to do your hair different you want to clean your like just you have different motivation right so that shows up in many, many ways, just to give suggestions, because I know that our listeners like suggestions. Yes. What do I need to feel, think, see, or hear? So get clear with your senses. And be open to the unfolding, right? Be open. And be okay with stepping into the uncertainty. Yeah. What resources do you have? Let's take the gym for the example. Do you have a gym around you? Do you even know what the monthly cost is? Do you have roads around your house that you could just go out and walk? So what resources do you have available to you? And what resources would you need to achieve that desired feeling? Mm -hmm. Even if it's like getting a new job, you see yourself, you know, changing careers. You would start by just looking, maybe you brush up your resume. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to take a couple classes or something that you want to add to that resume. Then maybe you start to look for jobs and then you send out your resume. Like, yeah, just w break it down. What can I do today? What can I do today? And what steps do I need to take? Yeah. Those are the questions that you can ask yourself. Oh, it's so funny. The last thing I have written here is let your heart guide you. Yeah. And trust it. Even if it feels like you fall flat on your face, that's tough, but... Embrace failure. Let yourself fall. Right. Let yourself fall. That was one thing that we did in Shadow, was letting ourselves fall. I mean, we didn't fall physically, but emotionally and mentally and meditatively falling. Mm. And it's terrifying because it goes back to that surrender and releasing control yeah and just let yourself fall and let fear yourself... of losing control yeah mm -hmm. yeah 
Yep. That's interesting. Let yourself fall. I feel like I've been able to do that more and more. And at first it felt totally uncomfortable. Like I would ha- I would still hide when I was getting like what I thought was too emotional or whatever. But it's just like the more I do that, the the more spacious I feel because new awarenesses come. Light bulbs go on. Sometimes I wonder, am I going to have like, you know, when you get those light bulbs, it's not an everyday occurrence that you get a huge light bulb. And sometimes it's a long, well, for me, it's a long time in between light bulbs. And Mm -hmm. so I wonder, I wonder if I'm going to get like another light bulb. (laughs) Maybe I haven't had that exact thought, but like, I wonder if there's going to be another big shift. Sometimes the last one was so big and you're like, this is it. And then there's always room for more. There is always room for more. And it's interesting that you're saying that because through this, full moon again this is coming out until january 1st but we're like at the tail end of a full moon here i feel something coming mm. and i'm trying well i can't force it because i don't know what it is right right. but i want it like i, I want it exactly now yeah and i found myself going to bed last night with a sense of disappointment because i had an expectation that a huge shift was going to happen yesterday okay. there were little shifts yeah but I wanted that big light bulb. I wanted something, and it didn't happen. And then I recognized that, and I was like, you know what? It's okay because I feel like I'm on the brink of something, mm. and it's a it's a great place to be. It's exciting, mm-hmm. and it's terrifying at the same time. And isn't it interesting that we're about to enter a new year? So maybe this is the universe saying, oh, you want to make fun of the calendar year? <laughs> Just wait well, and see. Well, look what's going to happen. Out. Right. And whatever it is, I know that I can handle it, whether it's quote unquote good or bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see things as good as bad or bad. They're just, it's what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. And I hate that quote. I know, but it's, it it's just. It really is. And like, that's withstanding though. Like you, you'll have, you know, your intention, right? You're withstanding whatever happens in life and open to how it reveals itself after the unfolding, not as it presents itself. And you, okay. So the form that it takes and Mm -hmm. our expectations around what the form is. So for myself, I know I can't say that I can visualize like this is what I would like and this is what I hope but I can't say this is how I want it right 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 because right. the universe is going to be like yeah, yeah okay surrendering outcomes surrendering yeah. outcomes we have no idea the outcome no but I know that everything is happening for my highest good yeah even the difficult things and is there's for my infinite highest good. potential of outcomes right. in everything so that's why sticking with the focus because you create you create a greater momentum of energy when that's focused. why I'm staying with the podcast so yes. when you told me that you were stepping aside yeah there was that sense of sadness because we create started this together yeah but I completely understand yep. and was expecting it to happen and then I stepped back and I thought okay the universe is saying time for you to step up to the plate mm-hmm. now is your time to stay focused and move this forward and and independence. And independence. <laughs> you asked for it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I asked for it, but maybe I did from a spiritual perspective. Independence? Maybe I did, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Now you're going to be thinking about it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm thinking of so much. Oh, I feel like this is it's good. So let go of the resolution and think more of the qualities of yeah. how, what, how you want to feel. How do you want to present yourself to the world? What kind of, what version of yourself do you want to express? And then small steps. It's the same as a Reasonable practice. steps. Reasonable. Forgive yourself when you don't get to them when you think you should. Shauna's favorite word. Yeah. Should. Uh, surrender outcomes. Withstand. Can you just pick one or two qualities and stay with it? Stay the course. And and really remind yourself when life goes, when things happen in life, because it's going to happen in 2020, just like it did in 2019, things are going to happen that are out of your control. And it's how you deal with it. 
how you process it, how you work through it. Yeah. Soften your heart. Just soften instead of hardening through (laughs) the times that you would normally harden. You know, just awareness. Everything comes back to awareness. Be aware of what's happening in your body, your emotions. One of the reasons why we're doing the podcast is to share awareness. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely moving forward as well. It's all about awareness. So I wish you awareness in 2020. I wish you full expression of the qualities that you choose. I'm not going to wish you happiness and joy and peace, although that would be a beautiful thing, and I hope that it's a result of your practices. But that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it is a lot of pressure. So stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Do little ones. Little ones. And love yourself. Love, love, love. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what you discover. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the fact that it's January 2nd and you're not following through with your resolution or your intention. Love yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. And then ask yourself, what can I do today? Yeah. What can I do right now? And let go. Don't even, you don't even need to answer. Let go of outcomes. That's Let it hard be an inquiry to the universe, though. Inquire, get curious, become a scientist. Experiment. Right. Have a beginner's mind. Childlike curiosity. Lighten up. A yeah. lot of things I just yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, I'm so <laughs> on my head. All right. Well, happy new year, or just new year. <laughs> Welcome to the new calendar year. Welcome to January it means 2020. Nothing and everything all at once. <laughs> and that. And I love you. And we I do love, love you. you, and I love you. So thanks for being here with me. Yeah. And like I said, you're going to see Jennifer for a couple of weeks after this broadcast broadcast like we're on television <laughs> episode episode um because we we film we record in advance mm-hmm. so anything you want to say before we sign off no because i'll talk about it next time <laughs> i don't want to end it now <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing and there's nothing that's ending it's just continuing it's shifting it's shifting yes. everything shifts yes and it's important to honor the shift. So yeah. I will tell you the, the since I received your text earlier the week this week, when I come down here in the morning to meditate, I've been looking over here at the tapestry and I'm like, let me honor that shift. Mm-hmm. Let me honor the fact that you're following your heart. That let me honor the fact that I'm a little sad about this. Yeah. And it's it's all good. I guess, yeah, when, with you saying that, I've had some thoughts throughout even our episode today of, like, maybe I don't want it. You know what I mean? But it's like, I know, Jen, this is, you know. How about this? When you're feeling the pull, tell me, and yeah, we'll set course. up a time, and we'll come and record. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. I know. That's true. That's All right. true. So we wish you a very beautiful first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh day of January. Let's just say the month. And um, I don't know what I want to say. I kind of wanted to say make 2020. No, I don't even want to say that. Your most aware year. No, I don't. I just want to say breathe. Focus on yourself. Breathe and make the commitment to yourself. And it doesn't have to be a 365-day commitment though I recommend it, the commitment to yourself to discover more about yourself. Mm, that's a good one. Discovery. I'm going to read that what I posted on Instagram that I oh, yeah. brought to your yeah. attention earlier. Let me find it. <clears throat> so I just posted this on social media yesterday. I think the best thing I ever did in my adult life was start digging deep and asking myself, why I am the way I am, and do the things the way I do. Mm. It takes a ton of work and intentionality, but getting to know yourself on a deeper level will help you thrive alone and with others. So true. And be open to the unlimited possibilities that present themselves to you in any given moment, Mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. 
Because it follow does. your heart. That's what I want to say. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. I don't care what you do in regards to resolutions and well, I, mean, I do care, but resolutions and intentions and whatever. Just follow your heart. And you know, I don't, you might say I don't know how to follow my heart, but it's the quietest, softest, most subtle whisper. That just follow that. Yep. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Shauna Gulbrand. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Now, now I feel like I can say that all the time. Yoga, yoga, joy, wellness. Thank Just you. Just so find much. us. Yeah, find us. And yeah. and I hate that word follow, but connect with us. Yeah, be friends. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. Yeah. We throw a lot of love out there on social media. All righty. Thank you. Love Bye. you. Bye. Until next time. Thank you.